0: geek therapeutics thanks you for taking the time to listen to our content we are the gold standard in teaching professionals and families about geek therapy and are accredited by apa ace and nbcc for continuing educational content we have over a decade of experience training individuals in all matters of geek cultural artifacts whether your love is video games dungeons and dragons anime or comics you likely identify as a geek we bridge the gap between geeks and therapists to create practical and innovative therapy sessions curated for you. We teach clinicians, social workers, professionals, parents, teachers, students, geek culture fans, and pro gamers on how to use geek therapy to unlock the best version of themselves and others. Follow us on all social media platforms by searching for at Geek Therapeutics. That is G E E K. T-H-E-R-A-P-E-U-T-I-C-S.
1: All of you, at some point or other throughout the last few days, have felt something stirring, something, you know, strange, a little uncanny even by your normal standards, kind of prickling at the back of your neck or sliding up along the hairs on the back of your arms. Sometimes it feels like you're being watched, even when there's nobody else around. Sometimes it feels like you're alone, even when you're surrounded by people. There's a current kind of winding its way through catastrophe. Sometimes that current feels welcoming and sometimes it's downright disconcerting. And one night whatever it was you were doing, everything just fades away it kind of fades into black. Maybe you were talking to somebody and their voice kind of trailed off in that way that voices can trail off when you're in an altered state of mind. Maybe you were just taking a walk by yourself or holding hands with someone and you felt their, the touch of their hands and the, the ground beneath your feet fading away. Maybe you were sleeping, maybe you were dancing, maybe you were eating or doing something we won't talk about the details of. Whatever it was you were doing at the time, everything fades into black, kind of a cold, not too cold, just cool, refreshing, comforting, Yet a little bit dusty darkness. And then the darkness begins to fade into faint flashes of faraway light. Whatever it was you were doing a moment or an hour or a day ago, you're now laying on your back in the dust. There's a cool breeze blowing across your skin.
2: And the pulse, thumping pulse in the
1: ground itself that both follows and yet seems to inform the pulse of the music, which suddenly seemed very, very far away. And all around you, as you open your eyes gradually, you see, it's, you sense, you see fog. And that fog is, like I said a moment ago, lit by coruscating strobes of light, different colored lights. But again, that light seems very, very far away. And then you feel more than you hear. A woman's voice.
2: Are you all right? Wake up. We need, we need
1: to talk. Oh, not in a bad way, I, I, I promise. But, well, I've sensed something about you and I need your help.
3: What do you do? I stretch my arms out, trying to figure out where my senses are. They seem to have left me maybe a day or a week behind. And as I try to find my glasses that I always keep with me, sunglasses, of course, I um, look around to my left and right to try to get my bearings. Do I see anyone speaking to me or anyone else?
2: How's that?
1: Okay. yeah, I realized I had not turned the music down. <laughs> okay. Everybody else, what do you do?
4: Let's stand up and look around. See who's around me.
2: Okay each of you sees three people
1: that you've never met before. Maybe you've seen them in passing, but um, you haven't met, you haven't talked and you have no earthly idea why you're laying in the ground, apparently several miles away from catastrophe, which you can see off in the distance, um, kind of doing its, its little pulsating light dance um a lot further than you would have walked if you had wanted to walk in this <laughs> out into the out into the desert. Xavier, Florence, what do you do?
5: I'm performing a body scan on myself just to make sure that all of my my limbs and my digits are intact and that I'm I'm whole and not in any pain anywhere.
1: Okay No, actually you feel, Less in pain, all of you feel less in pain than you felt in quite some time. Uh, this would be if you hadn't just woken up, you'd be feeling really kind of invigorated. You know, if, if any of you have chronic aches, pains, you're, you're not feeling them right now. And Florence,
2: what about you?
6: I am going to open my eyes really wide and I'm going to stand up. I'm going to nod at the people around me and I'm going to be like, whoa. I think we're going to get inspired tonight.
1: <laughs> so everybody, what, when you look at the other people around you, or I should say, when the other people around you look at you, what do they see? You know, what, what does Tristan look like? What does Simon look like? What does Xavier look like? What does Florence look like?
3: Sure. So for myself, a Tristan is tall. Uh, he's pushing around 6'5". He wears dark eyeshadow and has eyeliner. Always has some signature sunglasses on the top of his head. Black hair with purple tips and cyan eyes. Uh, he has wearing a black leather jacket and he absolutely looks like he was someone you would have seen on the stage last night. A lead singer and guitarist. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Xavier is a young man in his
5: early 20s, sandy blonde hair, uh, no facial hair, blue eyes. He wears the uniform of a paramedic and serving as a paramedic for a while. Uh, Holds himself with a steady surety of someone who's evaluating every situation.
2: Cool. You have been
1: very alert and very busy this festival. (laughs)
6: Uh, Florence is a, a middle-aged woman um, with really tan skin. She must be outside a lot. Um, really beautiful crow's feet from a probably a pretty nice smile. Um, she is wearing festival clothing, but you notice it's very practical and purposeful, like it's cargo, like it can withhold hold things and not tear. She's wearing a hat most likely to try to protect from sun. So still like a party goer, but she looks um, like she spends a lot of time outside, maybe backpacking or something
2: thank you and simon uh you're,
4: you're you're muted all right simon looks like he's maybe in his 30s but he's like a little rougher he's got long hair he kind of has like a like a euro trash look to him um mm-hmm. uh, like he's been traveling around europe um backpack and and that kind of look not not very well kept um but as you talk to him he just has like uh a normal American accent, he's not anything special, but he looks like he wants to be. Okay,
2: cool. Thank you. So
1: yeah, all of you, you look around, you kind of look at each other like, who the fuck is this? Um, Okay, and where am I? And how did I get out here? And what am I doing with (laughs) y'all? And that's when you again, feel more than here. Uh, that woman's voice, oh, I'm sorry. How rude of me. And in a portion, in, in in between where you're standing and where you see the festival in the distance, the air begins to shimmer. And a woman starts to manifest um, in the, uh, in 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 the, uh, in the mist. And when I say manifest, I mean that she seems to fade in out of the mist, but that she seems to be changing, constantly changing shape, changing build, changing ethnicity, changing clothes. She looks to be maybe late teens, maybe early 40s, maybe 60s, maybe 30s. She's stocky. No, she's thin. No, she's very tall. No, she's very muscular. And the clothes that she's wearing, she's, you know, wearing belly dance gear. No, she's wearing a silver jumpsuit. No, she's wearing road warrior leathers. No, she's wearing body paint and nothing else. And, and you, again, that, 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 that feeling of something different of, of a difference of a of a you know of, of an energy coursing through and past and over you just intensifies you all of you know that you're in the presence of something someone who's not human and maybe doesn't even entirely understand how to be but is trying to put on a good show of it for your sake
2: what do you do
3: i'm going to so, well, this is just not making any sense at all. But I think I can help. I'm going to go ahead and take my guitar off my back, turn it to 11. And then with that ability, uh, I'm going to go ahead and correct her vectors and give her a proper human shape that is going to make some sense to us all.
1: <laughs> OK, uh, so reality hacker, right? OK, mm-hmm. hey, let's see. I know you probably have spirit. Um... No, actually, you don't have spirit. Interesting. Um, so I'm going to probably be asking for this roll occasionally. Eritay. These are these dots over here. Mm-hmm. Roll one die for every Eritay. In your case, you've got two. Um, and this is a difficulty. Uh, <clears throat> for this particular feat, it be, um, let's say, difficulty six. Um, in for uh, mechanically for the storyteller system difficulty is your target number you want to roll that target number or above so yeah let's say difficulty six here so anything for six or
3: higher i got one higher
1: okay so you got you got one one success Mm -hmm. cool uh what do you want her to look like
3: you know what she sounds like the color purple Uh, i'm going to go ahead and say that she's going to be someone who is a little bit more mellow uh, she will probably be shorter. She will have a motherly appearance and perhaps someone that looks like, uh, someone who would bring their kid to a concert so that this way they can enjoy it both safely and as they deem it, the right way. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay,
1: so you play. <laughs> and what the rest of you hear is, even though, even though this, this person doesn't have an amp, suddenly there's a, what kind of music are you playing?
3: So I'm gonna be playing uh, basically modern rock. So you're gonna hear a couple of power chords go through and then I'm going to do a loud squeal as I finish it off.
2: Okay.
1: So even though this person doesn't have an amp, suddenly loud power chords ring out of this, this unplugged acoustic guitar or uh, un- unplugged electric guitar uh, for a moment they drown out the pounding of the uh, of, of the distant festival and the reverberations uh, that you feel beneath your feet shift in accordance with the with the melody and the power of, of the power chords and you all of you feel this have a a tingling uh kind of almost an elect well like an electrical sensation uh, across your uh, across your bodies and things the um the mist seems to flash and strobe in a in a different sort of pattern and then the shifting woman uh, becomes the uh becomes the comforting middle-aged woman that uh that that uh, sean just described and she looks around and looks at herself she goes that's a neat trick nobody's ever thought of doing that before
3: I'm ahead of Hi.
2: Your facts. That was cool. Hi everybody.
1: I'm Catastrophe. And I have a problem. It's just a little problem. Uh just a kind of a, you know, a little well, you probably noticed that I'm well. I'm back there. Um, you've probably noticed that there's a lot of, of really good stuff going on there. there's a lot of, it's a lot of energy and it's usually channeled in really wonderful ways. And, and, and then there's, there's just somebody messing with it. And I, and I don't like that. And under normal circumstances, I've got friends who help out in situations like these, but there's a little something more going on with the people who are messing with me. And despite the nurturing and friendly appearance and and sort of friendly demeanor, that look starts to get a little bit darker and more sinister, and her voice is kind of going
0: down into some
1: unusual registers as she's talking about how there's you know just these people are messing with me
2: and i don't like that and i just wanted
1: to ask you all if you could you know maybe take care of them for me wouldn't that be cool
2: um spirit
1: of the festival uh did you say that out loud or are you asking me
4: no i'm talking
1: to her yep oh definitely good 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 eye good eyes there Mm-hmm. See, I, I knew you were talented.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, maybe.
1: And and I've I've clearly chosen. So I I can I, I can offer you cool things. Um, you know, if 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 you help me out. Um like you know, here at the festival, like like what you what what would you like? Um EMT guy, what what would what could what can I do
2: for you?
5: You don't have to do anything for me. I'll help out. I just one of these days I'm going to get a full night's sleep.
1: That sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> um, getting getting a, a full night's sleep is sometimes a catastrophe, but I, I can I can arrange that. And um, well, you you look and and she's you know Florence. She's looking at you. You are really well prepared. That's impressive. I can tell that you've done this sort of thing before, right?
0: I've
6: done some research, and I have to say, this is my first experiential situation um, where I'm talking to someone the likes of you. But I'm so excited, and I would just love to write about this afterward if you're okay with that.
1: Oh, cool! Yeah, that be that would be wonderful. Nobody will believe it anyway.
6: (laughs) Okay, probably not. No, but I take a picture real quick with my phone.
1: Okay. If if you check the picture, um, she's doesn't look like what she looks like physically. Um, she kind of looks kind of like you, which is both neat and a little disconcerting.
6: I, I say fascinating out loud and take out another phone and take a picture of the picture on my phone.
1: <laughs> cool. That one looks like a belly dancer. <laughs> and it doesn't who doesn't look at all like you or either of the people that <laughs> so um and 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 you um, um uh, you're a Euroclub guy um yeah, are, are you yeah. having
4: a good time yeah whatever it's fun lots of people cool. I yeah i want to do anything. i want to Use my correspondence and spirit to talk to my mentor. Okay, my my, my avatar, I got the trickster spirit avatar. Oh my! <laughs> I just want to, and I'm just gonna like talk out loud, like in its direction, and be like, "What do you think we should do, man?" Okay, <clears throat> so what kind of trickster? Oh, Is this
1: like coyote, like Raven, Bugs Bunny, uh, Lucifer, Cat in the
4: Hat. Um, I'm gonna say he is definitely like, yeah, more like Bugs Bunny esque, like, uh, yeah. Okay. Like a French Bugs Bunny.
1: <laughs> oh God! I will, I will, I will therefore mangle the accent horribly.
4: <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to do it. You can be, you can be just some random European. Okay. Some so what off brand bugs bunny. Cool. So what are you what are you gonna say? What are you gonna ask him? I was gonna ask him what he thinks we should do. Does this sound like a good thing to do? Does that sound fun?
1: Does not everything sound fun? Good point. I'm in. I mean, after I mean, oh God, that, does, that doesn't even sound French.
4: That's good, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Like you said, off brand. Yeah. Oh. If, if you were, if you were going to, if, if you were going to, you know, play things safe, you wouldn't be at the festival in the first place, right? So, of course, do whatever. You That's know, a great
4: point as always, monsieur. I want to be talking out loud, too. All that stuff I'm going to say, I'm just going to look over at him wherever he is in the spirit world. And... Does okay. she seem to recognize him or see him? actually
1: she and she does she she kind of looks over there and said oh you brought a friend and none of the rest of you can see
2: so right, he's talking
1: around. to somebody and she just acknowledged him and, and the rest of you're like what
2: <laughs> so i
1: i agree with and she she turns back to you and she says i absolutely agree with your friend after all if you're going to come to catastrophe then you might as well be prepared for Really catastrophic things to happen. Ah, that didn't come out right, did it? Sorry.
5: So, um. Accurately though. Hmm. So what? It came out accurately though. Hmm? It, it, it out accurately,
1: though. <laughs> yeah, kind of did. So, um, what do
4: y'all do? How is, how are you being messed with? Your energy is being siphoned and used in a weird way. And I guess I'm curious how you know that and where I might start looking.
1: Well, she says, I know that because I can feel it. Cause you know, it's just running through me and all of this stuff. And it's really kind of pushing me off and it's right over. And she points over at the, uh, at the, the pulsating light in the distance. And there and you know kind of where she's she's pointing at the, the food dog over here um, and where she's pointing as she's pointing you see this kind of a green tendril reaching up in like a pillar like out of you know some marvel universe movie like a pillar up out of a particular tent which you could just see as a just a little brighter spot at the fringe of the festival kind of rising up toward the sky and then reaching outward with these these flags or fingers or tentacles or whips or cords or the the appearance of them shifts from moment to moment you're not entirely sure what they are except that it kind of looks like someone took a combination of a giant spider and a giant squid and Put it upside down and started
2: spinning it around comforting huh she goes that
3: that's all sorts of weird i'm gonna go ahead and take out my very smartphone and i'm gonna see if there's any social media posts bragging about this
1: okay so you're going to search for what are you, what are you going to search for
3: I'm searching for either A, people who are aware of it and posting about it to see if I can get landmarks or B, the actual person bragging foolishly online themselves.
1: <laughs> okay. So you're gonna be doing a sweat
4: search. What are the rest of you doing? Are we looking at a spirit? Is this a spirit we're looking at? The, it, the tendrils? Yeah. This is
1: not a Yeah, you're a shaman. Yeah, it's a spirit. It's, a, it's, a, definitely, a, a, it's definitely a spirit of, a, of some kind of embodied energy. All right. And what is your I know it's high, but uh, roll your perception plus awareness. That would be perception would be mental. Awareness would be a talent. Uh, okay. Roll one die for your perception and uh, for each. Roll one die for each of the dots in your perception plus awareness. Um, difficulty, hell, you you know what you're looking for. So difficulty five here.
4: Can I use my insightful specialty? Yep. Yeah, reroll any tens. All right, what's my target? Oh, your target's five. All right, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a spirit. It's a. Um, it's an odd combination. I mean, you can, you can, you can tell looking, looking at it, and and kind of getting a feel for it. You can tell that there's something, both soothing and parasitical about it. uh it's definitely and you can tell this from your combination of spirit and uh and prime it is both calming energy down and drawing energy out
4: okay well i'll relay that i'll just let everybody know this is a spirit we're looking at and i i'm gonna talk and i'm gonna Tell me if I if I can say this in game or out of game, but my feeling is that we could attack it in the spirit world, which would be very difficult, and it's probably much more powerful there, or we can kind of cut it off in reality, and that could stop it too. Um, that's kind of what my feeling is. Is that is that accurate? Do I think that that's kind of
1: the two ways? That's that's definitely that's definitely your and did, and you said you just you did say that out loud?
4: Yeah. Okay. Um might be easier, I think, to take out whatever's in the reality in the re- in the physical world, I'll say.
1: Yeah. And really catastrophe says, You're 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 absolutely right. please, I, I really prefer to avoid violence. I mean, I know I'm called catastrophe and all that, and that kind of has a sort of an implication to it, but I I, I really prefer everybody to just be peaceful. I want everybody to have a good time. I want people to to have fun. And I, I, I like the idea that people are relaxing. I mean, that's just sort of one of the things that people come here for is to be both excited and relaxed at the same time. And so, you know, in sort of in a way here, um, what, what they're doing is is, you know, it, it fits, but but it's taking away from me. And it wasn't to ask to it's not asking you well, what we wants to be a channel for its needs and it's not asking the people that it's taking from either and i don't like that mm-hmm. but i'd really prefer to avoid violence um partly because violence has repercussions and violence tends to spread in situations like this, which are really, really unpleasant and uncomfortable. And partly because I'd really like to not lose my permit for next year.
2: Fair enough. And Xavier, Florence, what do you do?
6: I, I've always said, I just wanna understand it better. So maybe that would just be getting closer to to it and observing more. Um, and I, I may be asking Simon, like um, can you explain to me how the spirit works? Like is this, is this purposeful or is it um, malignant or is it um, aware? I, I'm not sure how it works.
4: I think it's hard to say right now would be my yeah. opinion. Like we so don't would, really know. And- yeah, I would
6: like to investigate.
4: And could this be a blending of two different things or something like something hijacking another thing like spirits are really malleable so they can get twisted. So this could be a good spirit that's been twisted by something in the real world. And then a, and a spirit thing kind of developed. So it, it, it's hard to say from here. That is definitely the impression that you've gotten.
1: The, kind of letting letting your letting your emotions and letting your your, uh, letting your senses flow in to understand this thing better what you get from it is a is an impression um, you get an, an impression of 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 need and of want more than of malice and of hurt and
5: Xavier
2: what about you
5: pinching the bridge of my nose shaking my head of course of <laughs> course spirits always it's a mag i'm a magnet just just drunk <laughs> all right let's do this let's go talk to it see what we can do to get it to stop interfering okay and i start
3: walking in that direction
1: okay so catastrophe starts following
5: you what do the rest of you do
3: Oh, Xavier, can you help me carry the guitar, please?
5: You want me to help you carry your guitar?
3: Well, yes, I want to have a drink from a water bottle. My hands are a bit busy as I catch up to him to walk along.
6: I'm going to follow as well, and I'm going to like kind of pester Xavier and be like, what do you mean you're a magnet? Can you explain that more to me? Can I get your contact information? How often does this happen to you? And I'm just going to like keep talking at him and not really letting you probably respond just because i'm just so interested
5: cool too often too often
4: <laughs> so so do i sense that she's not in the spirit world she's come out of the spirit world she's physically here
1: she is she is a spirit but she is manifested manifested okay and and ever since uh, tristan played his power played his power chord without the amp Uh, she has retained a relatively consistent form. Um, You've kind of, you've all kind of noticed that that form shifts in little like her voice and like her physicality and like her, her energy and her, you know, up and down and then sinister and stuff like that. She's, she's sort of um, in a uh, in unpredictable, almost volatile state, but she is physical as far as you could tell. If, if any of you reach out to touch her, she, she is physical and she's leaving footprints behind uh, in the in the dust
4: i'm just going to follow everybody keep talking to my buddy in the spirit world and just pick his brain for what he thinks might be going on or what he thinks this thing is and you know okay so yeah he
1: he uh he follows if, if you're going to walk he's going to walk with you and he he starts going And starts whistling the theme from um, Bridge Over the River quite poorly. And uh, he starts doing a a parody of a, um, like a parody of a military march. And then he starts singing, onward, Christian soldiers, marching after, and you hear his voice starts to fade, all of you. Xavier, if you're still talking, Florence, if you're still listening, Tristan, if you're still playing or while you're drinking your water, you notice those sensations start to fuzz out the, the sound of the, uh, the sound of the music, the sound of the voices, the, the, uh, the pulse of the music all start to curve frozen, blur together and then just sort
2: of go into gray and then into black. And again, there's stillness. And again, you find yourselves lying on the ground. This
1: time you find yourself this this time as you're laying on the ground, you're laying on carpets and pillows. And um uh, in harder packed ground with uh, with have uh, kind of a harder harder packed ground
2: with a soft comfortable surface
1: and it's a different type of music and it's all around you now not pulsating from the distance, but resonating in your ears. You're laying in a tent. The light is low, but all present. It's blue and green. And before, well, as as you open your eyes, you notice you can sense them even before, even before you open your eyes. But when you open your eyes and look around, there are people, dozens of people, maybe a hundred, as many as a hundred laying on the ground and cuddled up on the cushions. Some of them are curled up in puppy piles. Some of them are leaning against cushions. Some are curled in on themselves and rocking back and forth. Others are just kind of sprawled out in various states of dress or undress. A few are making out. A lot of them are hugging and, just a sensation of profound calm and profound peace with the pulse of the rest of the festival coming through that haze of dreamy peace, but muted in a way that seems very, very strange considering that you are suddenly in the festival itself, not miles away from it.
2: What do you do?
3: to find out what I'm going to be doing. I am going to get up and go, I think I found the culprit. Then I'm going to pour out my water bottle.
1: Okay. You pour out your water bottle on the carpet?
3: Yep. And I'm going to go, well, I think I think there's something in the water. There's definitely something in the air. No one <laughs> should be this intimate altogether. You're not <laughs> living your life unless you're living your life. And I'm going to look around and see if I can find any sparks. Some... some something where people want to get up and move, but can't that I can latch on to.
2: OK, cool. What are the rest of you do? Simon, Florence, Xavier.
6: I'm going to look around for ca- catastrophe or see if I can make sense of if she is still with us at all.
1: Um, you don't see her. You kind of get a you, you still feel that sense but the physical manifestation of catastrophe is gone, as is the physical manifestation of your trickster. It's just the four, well, it's the the four of you and the dozens, perhaps a hundred or more people in the big tent.
0: And the big tent
1: has wooden construction holding up several yards of white and blue and green fabric that have been kind of crafted together rather expertly into something like a cross between a cathedral and a grotto. Uh the the carpets uh the carpets underneath you are have a more of a um uh middle eastern you know turkish design and there's no as opposed to the uh, the the symmetry of the cathedral itself there's no real rhyme or reason to the carpets it seems like they got a whole bunch of quote unquote oriental rugs and threw them all over the place and did the same thing with all of the comfortable pillows they could find and got everything from you know little hand pillows to love sacks uh, the Things that you notice are really prominent things that you notice, you notice several large amplifier speakers hanging in each of the corners of the cathedral. Uh, you can you can see, you can sense more than see the a place where the, the folds indicate there might be an entrance or an exit. Probably. It would make sense if there is. And you notice at the four cardinal directions, so if you're in a roughly hexagonal space and not quite in the center, you're off to, off to one side, but in each of the, cord, the, uh, the cardinal corners, each of the cardinal directions, there is a, uh, a pillar, of a green, it's probably wood painted to be marble, but it might be marble. And it's roughly a little less than shoulder height on say it's roughly about four and a half five feet tall. Uh, each of them is, and on top of each one of them is a Buddha statue. Uh, one of the Buddha statues is the uh, is is the the archetypal contemplative, peaceful Buddha. Um, one of the Buddhas is a uh, is a, a Kuan Yin style uh, female Buddha with uh, with water, uh, water, um, uh, the, the yokes uh, over her shoulder and two pails of water uh, hanging from them. Uh, One of them looks to be a really aggressive male Buddha with six arms, kind of dancing a Kali-esque dance, but this is a very, very obviously male Buddha, um, and with a a sort of a a steel tiger head, Uh, and then there's a Buddha who is, and directly opposite the Placid, um, the, 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 the Placid contemplative Buddha, is a Buddha that's very much like the placid contemplative Buddha, except that his head is thrown back and his mouth is wide open in something that could be a laughter, a yawn, laughter, a yawn, or a scream. As I said, there are dozens of people here curled up with each other or or laying out out separately. You also, as you look around, notice that there's uh, a of very, uh, very charismatic, um, almost uh, galvanizing uh, woman who looks to be in her late 30s, early 40s, with long curly brown hair with streaks of red in it. Um, She's not wearing anything except a a black skirt and some body paint. She's talking to a really tall road warrior looking guy. Um, He's kind of gaunt and broad shouldered wearing spiky and very, very dusty uh, leather, you know, road warrior style leathers with uh, with with spikes and chains and things like that on which is very incongruous pairing in the first place. Uh, you see, over in one corner, by one right, right next to one of the Buddhas, actually, uh, there's a woman who is playing an acoustic guitar. Kind of a dark olive skin, very, very long, very, very dark straight hair, and she looks to be singing to herself. Her eyes are closed, and she's rocking back and forth, playing her acoustic guitar. Uh, there's another woman kind of sprawled out next to her uh, with with her arm on the uh, the guitar woman's knee and it looks like she's sleeping but she could just be listening very attentively and very affectionately uh, and then there's kind of an, an angular androgynous looking person who's just wearing a pair of black leather pants. Uh, and remarkably pale skin for the, uh, uh, for somebody who's been at a desert festival for the last few days. Uh, judging by this person's chest, they're probably born male, but they're very, they're very feminine male, if so. And the, the, the energy you get from them is very, very non, yes. very non-polar. Uh, and they have a faint tracing of a black uh, goatee and very, very short buzzed black hair. And their, their body movements, which they're kind of rocking or standing rather, they're kind of moving, dancing a little bit to the, to the music outside, uh, flow
2: a lot more smoothly than most dudes would flow. This is what you see. What do you do?
4: I just want to look at the spirit world here, mm-hmm. and see if I see anything going on. Okay. How how will you, how
1: will you do that? How will you, you know uh, look look further? How will you look deeper?
4: Um. Well, you mean like what am I going to use to do that? Yeah. I think, um, well, I'm just looking at my instruments of what I use. So um, I guess for me, I will just start like dancing and swaying to the music and kind of do a little dance and try and look into the spirit world or open a.
1: Cool, thank you. So yeah, you you dance. You find you find the beat. You find the pulse, and you start close your eyes. Start. I don't want to
4: dance to the beat, though.
1: You don't want to dance to the beat. Okay, <laughs> So you're gonna dance against the beat. With the beat in my head. Cool. Good choice. Okay, so you're dancing. You you notice that your uh, that that your 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 Euro your Euro uh, uh, trap friend here is starting to kind of dance very strangely and. Uh, man, this dude has no rhythm at all. Uh, And you breathe deep and you open your eyes and... Actually, I'm not even gonna make you roll for this one. Uh, So what you see when you're looking beyond the physical is it's almost, it's almost like a, a, a spinning, like a vortex, a very slow motion, green vortex swirling around between those four pillars and there are currents running between the you know be t- running between the uh between the four pillars um and it seems to be drawing the energy of everyone in here including you together and channeling it up through the center of the ceiling and it the energy isn't just going up it's flowing up and down in pulse you know pulsating in time with the uh, in time with that that insistent thump um of the uh of the festival's heart it's in harmony but feels oddly dissonant and it's definitely going against because you're dancing against the beat. It's definitely going against you. You are you know, kind of breaking time from the uh, breaking time from the beat and from that pulse. And, uh, the, the people that I mentioned, the individual people that I mentioned, all of them, are, all of them are glowing. All of them have a, uh, all of them have a very a greenish blue aura. Uh, the woman in the black skirt has a very, very intense, bright aura. Uh, all of their auras are crackling in unusual and somewhat disconcerting ways. And the person, the androgynous person, uh, their energy is kind of crackling in alternate, crackling with lightning that's both alternating white and black. The tall road warrior person's uh, aura is probably the most muted of the lot of them. Uh, His aura is very uh, kind of muddy and sluggish. And the woman who's playing the guitar uh, has a very, very deep, resonant green.
2: And what do the rest of you do?
5: I'd like to. uh... Take a look at the life energy flow in the people in the area, taking out a pair of glasses, putting them on, and tapping into the, the life sphere.
1: Okay. Um so roll your, let's see. Roll your aritay. That's you know, the two or three dots there. Um again, difficulty five, it's it's not hidden. And you're, you are got one success. You're, so, are you looking more at uh, life energy, or at life, or at the biological life?
5: More the flow of the life energy through the okay. people.
1: Okay. So, what you see is like I was describing that 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 greenish, yeah, that 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 greenish energy. It's definitely being drawn from and through all of the people in the room. You notice that those, that those people that I mentioned, those individual people that I mentioned are involved, but the, the energy is not being drawn from them. It is being drawn from everyone else, including you. Uh, And this it's being drawn both drawn up and pulled down so you get the feeling that this is not only channeling the energy from the uh, from the people here but that it's pulling energy from the rest of the festival bringing it back in here and just circulating it and having it grow into um grow growing deeper and uh, growing deeper wider and more vivid uh, you're also getting the feeling from that energy that it is essentially essentially peaceful it's not an aggressive sort of energy for all that it is a a vortex and lightning and so forth it's not it's it's not like a a violent energy it's like a craving energy it's like hungry uh, as if everyone and everything in this room is deeply starved for something or someone um, and the, the Buddhas that I mentioned, all of them are also, and you would have noticed this too, Simon, uh, are also glowing with, that inten- with glowing with that intensity, but that intensity is
2: a deep blue shading into purple instead of green. And you don't
1: see exterior spirits here. You don't see uh, the trickster. You don't see Um, catastrophe herself, Uh, whatever it is, whoever it is, whose temple, for lack of a better word, this is, is either, has either driven out or is keeping out every other kind of spirit or is feeding
2: off of them, and you're not entirely sure which. Tristan, Florence, what do you do?
6: You may have answered this already, because you brought up the Buddhas. I was really interested in in the Buddhas. um, And I'm ignorant to this system. So I know Simon mentioned spirit. um, Xavier mentioned life. Are we talking about the spheres, like doing roles on the different spheres? So I'm thinking of using the matter sphere because it's um, inanimate objects. But I don't have any circles filled in for the matter. Am I still allowed to roll for that?
1: You wouldn't be able to affect them um but you could in, you could inspect them and look at them and see what you could find about them
6: sure sure i'll i'll just do a, um i'll just look at them inspect them
1: okay. cool so uh what you notice about them is they seem to be uh they seem to be handmade uh they're not or at least you don't get the impression that they're store-bought uh they seem to have been shaped uh shaped from, uh, shaped from uh, shaped from clay rather than, you know, chiseled from stone. They've been hand, uh, the more you look at them, the more obvious it is that they've been um, handcrafted by someone who was very, very, very good with clay. And then they were painted with uh, with glaze, not in a ceramic sort of way, but uh, but in the way that you would uh, that you would decorate uh, sort of hard, hard clay, hard like stone-like clay, uh, you get the impression they're probably really heavy uh, and they have been decorated. The more you look at it, the more you realize they've been decorated with a combination of live plants, uh, dead plant matter, um, and those are either glass or actual jewels, you're not really sure. It's kind of hard to tell because uh, again, they're glowing you know, with with a deep green, you know, a tree, rather deep the uh, deep blue green shading into purple. And no, oh, sorry, go ahead.
6: can I poke the one I'm looking at closely, and then look around to see if anyone noticing me poking it? Uh,
1: make, a dext- make a dexterity plus either subterfuge or stealth. Uh, All
2: right.
6: I, I have zero for both stealth and subterfuge, so I have, okay. I have two, two black circles. Um, okay. So roll two dice.
1: Yeah, roll two dice.
6: And I'm looking for what?
1: Um, as your, let's see, um, six or higher. So is that total or? Um, uh, to, uh, just count. <coughs> excuse me. Um, on each die, if you get mm-hmm. if you get a one to five nothing if you get a six or a higher that's a that's a success
6: okay i rolled a one and a four so i assume it's a fail
1: yeah that's a fail uh as you're as you're reaching uh the 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 androgynous person goes please looks like straight at you straight at your eye and the thing is is you didn't get the impression that person was watching you until you moved at which point they go and you can hear them very clearly across the distance and through the music please don't do that.
2: Please don't do that.
6: I'm just gonna smile and say, "Okay."
2: Those are those are really
1: those are really delicate. I uh, I made them myself, and I really don't. I mean, I I I appreciate you. And he, they start walking toward you, and that kind of feline energy. That they have suddenly directed, you know how you can like be in the room with a cat, and suddenly the cat is like, and you get the sense that even though the cat is small, that you're in the presence of a predator, you get the sense, as this person starts walking toward you, that you're in the presence of a predator. And they're not doing anything aggressive or more aggressive anyway than just walking toward you and holding eye contact with you, but they're moving like a panther toward you and going. I really appreciate that you like them. I crafted them myself. But
2: I'm going to, oh, go ahead. okay.
6: Okay.
2: Oh, okay. Well,
1: they, they were saying, you know, I crafted them myself. They're. Oh, they were a lot of, they were a lot of work. So while I really appreciate people uh, admiring them, I'd really appreciate if people did to actually touch them. Sure.
6: Uh, what was your inspiration?
1: Well, they like said, looking at the, um, you know, looking at the Placid Buddha, you know, the, the calm Buddha, the dreaming Buddha is very, you know, it's kind of, it's very, and, and they, they get almost, almost uncomfortably close to you. The placid Buddha, or the dreaming Buddha, is a classical, uh, the the classical image of uh, of Gautama's as, as as it's usually shown in the uh, in the westernized conventional Buddha, uh, the, the westernized usual convention uh, conception of the Buddha. Uh, I decided to use that one to anchor the energy in a safe and comforting sort of way across the uh, across and. and they point over to the uh, to the Kuan Yin uh, across from that over in the east. Uh, we have a sort of a Kuan Yin figure, though that's not exactly Quan Yin. That's and they use a word that is clearly not either Chinese or Sanskrit or Tibetan. You're not quite sure what it was they just said. It sort of kind of just kind of slid along the edges of your consciousness when they said the name. And, and they say, and she's carrying not only the, uh, not only the element of water, but she's carrying the energy and the burdens of the earth, she's carrying consciousness on her shoulders, and one of the, the aspect of, the, the aspect over there is the enlightened consciousness on the left hand, or on the left hand is the, is the, uh, the enlightened consciousness, and on the right hand uh, is the unenlightened monkey mind over there pointing at the uh, the, the, the bestial uh, dancing Buddha. Uh, there I took my inspiration from, and again, he says a name, they say a name that uh, is not familiar at all. It doesn't sound like the name of any Buddha you've ever heard of. Uh, and they say, uh, and, There's some. I drew some inspiration from names off a list of of, uh, Tibetan Buddhas, which you have heard of, saying. I wanted to create that one to express the fact that not only is enlightenment sometimes fierce and ferocious, as the, uh, uh, as Lao Tse said, neither heaven nor earth is humane, but also to express the fact that sometimes energy is hungry and dancing and dangerous. People had this idea about Buddha, that Buddha and Buddhism is all about peace, and it's not. It's about recognizing the way that the world is and then transcending it, while never forgetting exactly the danger that lies within lived and unreal existence. That, pointing to the final Buddha, that's the screaming Again, they say a name that kind of slides along the edge of your con- your consciousness and feels very, very, you actually involuntarily shiver when they say that name. And that's the screaming Buddha,
2: because the ultimate truth of enlightenment is if you were that enlightened, you'd scream too. You're muted.
6: Well, the three names that they told me, I heard three times were they the same word every time no they three different words okay
1: they were three different words yeah okay
6: i'm going to tell them um you certainly have some very strong
2: beliefs (laughs) thank you i've heard that
1: They extend their hand to you. Fiasco. I'm Fiasco.
6: Florence. Florence and
1: Fiasco. How marvelous! Mm-hmm. Do you shake hands I- with
6: them? Yes, I do. Uh,
1: that kind of electric feeling. That uh, that that almost. <sighs> Like with cats and like with panthers, you know how, they, how, how there's, there's sort of a, uh, an appeal to a certain kind of predatory energy where it's like, oh, that's interesting and that's, that's very, yeah, that's the kind of energy that Fiasco has. It's a, an almost compelling energy, sort of like a, you know, again, sort of, sort of like a, a cat or a panther or a cobra.
6: Um, I'm going to nod at him and say, or to them and say, um, I'm I'm kind of working on something tonight, but I would love to come back and like interview you later just to learn more about that. Can I connect with you maybe tomorrow or the next day before the festival ends?
1: Thank you. Yes, that would be, uh, that, that would be wonderful. I'm usually here if I'm not out, you know, enjoying myself somewhere else.
6: Okay, perfect. And then I'm gonna walk closer to uh, my closest compatriot. <laughs> okay.
1: Which is who who is who are you walking to? Wh-
6: whomever's closest. I do okay.
1: want to oh, closest as in physically closest.
6: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Meanwhile, what do the oh sorry, good. Now you're walking away. Okay. Uh, so what do the rest of you do? Uh,
3: for me, did I um get anything from my social media search or from my quick look around to determine if there's people that were, uh, for lack of a better thing, my big focus here is energy. Energy is what's going to give people the power they need to change and change for good. So I'm looking for people that are struggling to find that energy, but can't. Okay,
1: so what you find you find a lot of when if you look up catastrophe and energy and even catastrophe festival energy you find a lot of stuff like a lot more stuff than you could actually read. Um, the first few posts that come up though, or the first you know the first few links that come up though, um, either talk about how there's something really energizing about the festival and how you know that they've they've just never felt so alive as when they were here at the festival or a few people going, God, I'm really this is really draining man. I, I remember like last year I seem to be enjoying myself a whole lot more. I don't know what it is, but this year there's just something that's really dragging me down. Uh, There are people who are talking about life challenges and how they are, you know, struggling with addiction issues or that they are struggling with grief issues uh, and that that uh, catastrophe is is helping them kind of put those issues into perspective. Uh, And you do get one post about what the fuck is that giant green ghost thing spinning over the. Uh, spinning over Tranquility Camp. Does anybody anybody else see that? Or am I just crazy? And you don't see any comments saying, Yeah, I
2: see it too. Okay.
3: Well, with that said, I'm actually, um, I'm going to be people watching as I'm walking around. But I'd like to actually see if I can leverage my um, esoterica arcane musicology to identify if like something's going on here from a magical spell or perspective.
1: Cool. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Roll your. I think that would be perception plus esoteric musicology. Uh, and yes, you're trying to read the uh, read the music that's playing, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, you understand esoteric musicology fairly well, and this isn't being hidden, so difficulty five.
3: And since I have a. Um... Skill on it. That means to explode, right? Yeah. Okay, then I have seven successes.
1: Wow. Okay then. Um, so the mix—it's a techno mix, uh, which is you know pretty common in catastrophe, <laughs> but this is a mix of elements that you generally haven't heard together before. You know, there are the usual snatches of of, uh, of church chorus, this and the the, uh, the 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 beats that are programmed to lower the uh, uh, to lower beta wave function. Uh, those things are predictable, but there are little bits and pieces in there. Um, little you, you, the more you, the, the deeper you listen to them, you catch like a cat purring. Uh, You catch water running, which is does not sound at all out of place, given the uh, the the, given the the uh, the watery feel of the energy here. Um, And then there are little bits like um, a baby crying uh, or uh, a person sounds like a person sobbing into a pillow. Uh, There's something that almost sounds like a stomach growling buried way deep in the mix. And there are also um, whispers, but you can't make out what the whispers are. Uh, The sense that you get is that this mix has been very, very carefully, almost subliminally, well, not even almost, subliminally constructed to nurture both a feeling of repose uh, and apprehension. And, oh, again, that feeling of need, like catastrophe had mentioned a little while ago, of, of craving, that there's something in this mix that the deeper you listen to it, the more you listen to it, the more you feel hungry for something that's not fulfilled.
3: Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and back off here. So my and patrons can do something, but what I'm going to do in the meanwhile is I'm going to start writing a remix to this remix.
2: <laughs> Good plan. Cool. Xavier, Simon, uh, your mics are muted. Your mic, your mics are muted.
5: I wasn't saying anything.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying something. Okay. Hey, um, what are y'all doing? I'm gonna talk to. Uh um florence about what happened um i'll share with her what i what i'm seeing in the spirit world that they're all connected that the you know these are very powerful that these are powerful people um they're not normal Mm -hmm. typical humans or i will say like they're not unawakened i think they're awakened like us they are very definitely awakened um so what did he say to you
6: he said oh, three different words to me i wrote them down after like i scribbled them down to try to best what they sounded like are any of these words familiar to to you and i'm going to read them off to him
4: hey i don't know if there'll be something to roll for this but. yeah greg you are uh
1: you're a shaman, mm-hmm. <laughs> so those... Those names that um, those names that Florence mentioned sound vaguely like phrases of a uh, phrases of a of a very of a, of a, a, a very esoteric kind of uh, three quarters forgotten sort of spirit language. Uh, it's not the sort of thing. It's not something simple like Anokian that you can just you know buy a book about at Barnes and Noble or you know. Um, it's the sort of thing that you wouldn't hear unless you were talking directly to spirits of a particularly hungry kind. Oh, okay. Uh, And they don't tie into, aside from the, the conventional Gautama Buddha, they don't tie into any conventionally understood
4: religion. Okay. So I also you know that I'll just say you know there is there is like a spirit dialect. So this person's been talking to some type of spirit, and they they got their own kind of belief probably from that spirit. It was
6: they explained to me the most extreme type of Buddhism I've ever heard. Yes.
4: Okay. So I hmm. these people are all working together. I and mean, either they're working with this spirit or this spirit. Maybe they don't really know what's going on necessarily.
6: Yeah, I'm not sure if there's a way that we can infer as to whether or not, like, they're conscious of what is happening to them or if, like, this is something that they're working toward. I do know that the person I spoke to, hes they're the ones that made the Buddha. So, um, again, I don't know if that was a conscious effort or, or not.
4: Yeah. You know, sometimes I think it depends, you know, they could be making it and thinking it's doing one thing and the spirit is twisting it to do another or being, I I don't know. It's hard to say. I think having a conversation with them is dangerous, risky, or he just trashed this place. Well, he was- he seemed very nervous when you got close to the one of those statues. I was gonna try and dance my way on top of one of them and see what happens. <laughs>
6: I've learned that if something's important, people will stop you from touching it. Yeah. So, so
4: something
6: I learned a while ago. <laughs> but I know that catastrophe has asked us to resolve this as peacefully as possible. So yeah. if she said that, I feel like there's got to be a way to figure out to solve this without.
3: Without anything negative affecting it. This yeah. point, uh, I want to clap my hands pretty loud. I'm assuming I'm near Simon and Florence. I'm going to go, I got the rhythm. All right. And I'm going to look over at the two of them and go, I can remix this and get everyone back up on their feet, should I?
4: We just need to figure out how to get it where it needs to go. Can we see like where this music is coming from?
3: Oh, it just needs to go back into them. They need that life energy back. That's what we're going to do.
4: Oh, it's you're to rock it out.
3: We're going to rock it out. Pretty simple. We're basically going to take it so that we're, you know, all this blue people here, we're going to turn them red and orange, get them happy and excited.
4: I mean, uh, uh, go for it. (laughs) I I was thinking it'd be great if we could find out where the music's coming and just change it, then you could get it to the whole, because it's affecting more than just these people, I think.
3: See, the joy here is that I'm not competing with them. I'm remixing. And believe me, it's catchy. The person that wrote the original tune isn't going to be able to avoid my beats.
4: Mm -hmm. Go for it, man. I don't know anything about beats.
3: And uh, with that, my goal here is that I'm going to take out my guitar and I'm going to go opposite on the opposite end of where the other uh, woman is playing her guitar. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to follow along with her melody. I'm going to then raise my volume up just barely perceptibly higher than hers and start overlaying my changes in rhythm, uh, similar to how Jazz might be breaking the music with intention. In which case I am literally breaking her music with intention and taking the beats per second up by about 20 or 23 over a period of time.
1: Cool. Okay, so that'll take a few minutes, but yeah, just uh, give me a, that would be, I think that'd be, Manipulation plus performance or expression. Uh, let's see. You're you're the reality hacker, so let's see.
2: Let's
1: see what you got here. You have expression. So yeah, that that'd be uh, manipulation plus expression, or no art musician. You have musician. So yeah. So um, you'll start doing that. Give me a roll here in a second. I'm gonna check in with uh, check in with Xavier. Xavier, what are you doing?
5: When when Tristan starts playing his music, I'm gonna go near him. And as he continues to increase the the beats per minute, I'm gonna essentially like, I'm gonna try and send out, uh, I'm gonna caffeinate everybody. kind (laughs) of send out a a pulse, like pulses of like up up energy, like trying to energize the body, almost like almost electric pulses, um, like a pacemaker. Boosting hmm. up the life energy going through them along with the beat that Tristan okay. is creating.
2: All right, cool. How are you going to do how are you going to do that?
5: Yeah.
3: Hey Mike, what um with the fog, could you energize the fog so they're breathing it?
1: You're, you're muted your, your mic is off
3: i was on a different
5: i was on a different window <laughs> okay looking at the character sheet so actually uh, going like, to uh, like use like a cigarette or something in the fog machine and try and you know kind of <laughs> use that as a as a delivery system for the for the energy okay so you're the
1: ecstatic right
2: uh the
1: uh, healer you're, you're here there you're the healer okay that's right you're the, the emt yeah okay uh, so, if you're going to smoke in the how? How are we going to do that? I, I'm unclear. Looking,
5: looking, looking under on the character sheet under focuses and uh, instruments, yeah. it's like brews and concoctions and things like that. Okay. Um, herbs and plants. Uh, so I wanted to to kind of utilize some like a cigarette has has tobacco, so like okay. a little bit of a stimulant. So, kind of like multiplying the stimulant effect from the smoke, combining mm. it with the smoke or the fog machine, kind of to, to transform that and send it out through the tent. Okay. Um,
1: let me see. Do you have uh, matter or forces? I'm checking healer right now. Healer. No. You have you have entropy. Mm-hmm. You have entropy, and you have light, You have life, mind. Um, what you could do. See, because entropy will allow entropy will allow you to see flows of of of, of, of probability and pat, you know, potential patterns of chaos. Um, life would enable you to start, yeah, again, start stimulating, uh, start stimulating people' mind. Um, prime, yeah, what you could what you could do is, yeah, you could go over and and look over. They they don't actually have a a smoke machine. Um, uh, but they do have a kind of a mister that's keeping the, uh, keeping the air from the air here from being too dry. Um, you could go over there and kind of reach into one of your, uh, in, into your medical pack and kind of sprinkle some stuff into that. Uh, and maybe start just kind of, you know, come on, wake up, come on, wake up and, and just like start, um suggesting to people, you know, humming a, a, uh, a suggestion of, you know, come on, this is, a, this is a neat festival. Wake up, get up, get up on your feet, get up on your feet. And in conjunction with Tristan's music, uh, that might start to have an effect. And Florence, what are you doing while, uh, while they're doing this?
6: Uh, I would like to support um, Tristan. I don't know if there's like a mechanical way to do that in this game, but I want to dance to the beat that he's making and um, like emphasize by like clapping my hand at the beat and really emphasize his tune over the other tune that's playing. Cool.
1: Thank you. Which uh, which concept do you have? (laughs) You have the ecstatic, right?
6: No, I'm devotee.
1: You're the devotee. Okay. Um, so who or what is your higher power?
6: Um, the Who I worship is Tsukiyomi. So he's the, um, he brings periodical inspiration to others. He's the god of the moon. So I don't know if it's nighttime out right now. I think it was. Oh, yeah.
1: It's, it's nighttime. Yeah.
6: So kind of dancing under a tent, but under the moon.
1: Okay, cool. So yeah, I mean you could you could start uh, you could start chanting or uh and or invoking uh his energy.
6: Yeah, uh, I'd love to try to bring some inspiration to people.
1: Okay. And yeah, I mean if you once once you hear the uh the the, the music that Tristan is starting, you can start adding uh adding a chant and a beat and a rhythm
2: to that. Uh
1: so Tristan, what is your what is your performance role there? That that manipulation plus about performance rather, but your manipulation plus art.
3: Uh, what was my difficulty?
1: Uh, difficulty on this would be so you got a fairly sophisticated mix. Um, difficulty seven.
3: Okay, then I got five.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, so you when you you start playing and you notice as you're playing, the um, the other guitarist. Kind of looks up at you, especially once it start. Once the rhythm starts rising, uh, she looks over at you, and at first she looks kind of annoyed, and then she smiles, and then she starts playing along with you. Uh, the woman who is curled up on her uh, on her leg kind of looks up at her and looks over at you, and starts nodding her head in uh, in accordance with that. You see some of the people who are. Uh, who are curled up with each other start sliding along with the beat um with the melody rather uh, and you start to sense the energy with the the three of you working together um actually let's you have erite two correct uh tristan
3: Uh, you have two or three i have two
1: okay um Xavier, Florence, what are, who who here has? So you're the one who's leading it. So actually, um, can you roll your two um, roll your two dice? I'm going to drop the difficulty here to three because you've got so many successes.
3: I got a five and a four, so two successes. Okay,
1: so you got two successes. Um, Xavier and Florence, could you please roll your irritate as well, uh, difficulty five, and we will add any successes you have. We will add to uh, to Tristan's you got three successes cool no successes
4: no okay and simon what are you doing i'm watching i want to see how people react i'm really okay i'm really looking to like monkey wrench the other team if they try and do something (laughs) okay
0: so
2: i'm going to
1: So, yeah, the the woman with the guitar starts playing along with you, but you notice as she's playing, her, um, her guitar line starts cutting a slightly different counter melody to yours, to the melody that's playing. And so you've currently got three interweaving, intertwining melodies, and this is because of your three successes this is starting to kind of wake people up out of the uh, out of the perceived trance and the big guy in the uh, in the road warrior leather starts heading over your direction and uh, Simon this is what you were watching for um, the guy the big guy in the road warrior leathers is walking toward Tristan and the woman in the black skirt is right behind him what do you do?
4: you're muted your mic is off i think i'm gonna i'm just gonna try and get in their way like pretend like i want to dance with them both okay like um just like get in their way and do a ridiculous dance where i like try and i don't want to touch them though i just want to like get in their way and like okay cool cool dance guy you're gonna you're gonna do the trickster thing you're gonna do the bugs bunny fuck you
1: up thing Okay. So you go and they're walking toward you and you start doing the thing. And the, the big guy starts to kind of like walk around you. And the, the, um, the woman in the skirt is like, hi, I, I really appreciate the, the, Wonderful energy that you're bringing to this place, but this is a place of of peace and, and quiet. And while I absolutely invite you to uh, to express yourself in all of the in all of the most enjoyable and chaotic ways, I, I do invite you to please express those ways elsewhere this is the town this is the the camp this is tranquility camp and we really want to keep the energy here much lower and and more mellow and and she's when she says that she's directing that at you uh, and uh on that note all of you make willpower rolls, difficulty seven Uh, Willpower is this trait down here, Uh, roll one die for every dot and willpower and you want to get a seven or better.
4: Are we doing anything with ones? Uh, Ones take away one success.
6: Okay. uh, If you roll a 10, do you get to roll another die?
1: Hmm? Uh, What? Sorry.
6: If you roll a 10, do you get to roll another die or no?
1: Um, We'll say yes. You got two. You got two. You got four. You got two. OK, that seems like a really super reasonable suggestion. But fuck, you know, all of you get the impression that she just tried to use some, you um, uh, Not exactly coercive, but she tried to get you to leave in a um, more than just a verbal way. And your response to that was no. So um, the the big guy is now walking is is now walking toward you. And he says, I need to invite you to leave. You got to take that somewhere else. He's not being nice.
5: I'd like to approach the big guy. Okay. Like, wow, you do not look good. You need to let me get you give you a once over, like pull out the, the blood pressure cuff.
1: Okay. Are are you gonna try and whammy him in any way or are you just gonna reach for him?
5: Well I'm I'm gonna try and I'm using my EMT voice, right? So I'm gonna okay. try and I'm gonna try and, That's and cool. yeah, calm him down. And uh, like act like I'm calming him down and get him to like, like, let me, I'm not going to put my hands on him unless I get a verbal, like, okay, but I'm basically like, like, you have a lot of symptoms going on. There's a lot of stuff going on with your eyes. You're not looking good. You need to let me check you out right now. Like this could be an emergency <laughs> situation.
1: Okay. Uh, i say manipulation plus subterfuge on this one. Um, difficulty eight, because he's kind of motivated at this point. you have two. Okay. So he stops. He actually, he, he stops. He actually listens to you and he's like, yeah, you know, I actually haven't been feeling that great. I, uh, oh, fuck it. He sticks out. He sticks out his arm. He says, might as well. And the, the woman with the, uh, with the skirt is just kind of looking at all of you, including him and, and going. And just kind of looking at, at you all very, like what the hell just happened here? Um, the. Is
5: all good? I was gonna say, I'm gonna. I'll put the blood pressure cuff on his arm, up where it should be. Start pumping up, but then I would. I'd like to use the uh, uh, life energy and the magic to bottom out his blood pressure until. Ah. Passes ah. Ah, ah, ah. Just barely enough until he passes out. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's mean. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Roll your uh roll your aritay. That's again those, those, those three dots. Um
2: this is kind of a, a
1: we'll just say that's a, let's see, that'd be difficulty three, four, four, five, six. Just difficulty six. I guess just rolled out two successes. He starts swaying.
5: Yep, he's they're... like, "Oh man, I'm,
1: I'm not feeling well." And and the, uh, the the woman with the skirt goes over and she she takes his arm and and uh, she's like, "Thunderdome, Thunderdome, are you okay?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm not feeling." And he he falls to his knees, which is a little bit alarming how quickly he fell. Um, <laughs> uh, she's to like, to "Thunderdome, help
5: him down the way." He would. That, that what just like as an EMT would like as an EMT would just try and help him down to the ground.
1: Good plan. Yep. And, uh, all of, all of you notice, um, that the energy has shifted when, 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 when Thunderdome does the, uh, and drops starts dropping to his knees and Xavier catches him. Uh, you notice the energy shift rather dramatically. Uh, and Tristan, you catch that panther vibe and you look over and that um, that androgynous kind of predatory person is looking at you going.
3: I'm going to, if you're OK with that, counter with uh, my striking appearance and I'm going to put on my best rock star, you know, like I <laughs> love you, you animal.
1: hmm. Okay, so is this, you're going to try and, try and win them over?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm basically, I'm here to stay and you're here to stay with me because perception's reality.
1: <laughs> okay. Are you going to put anything behind that or are you just using mundane?
3: Uh... Mundane for now, yes.
1: Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, so manipulation. Manipulation or appearance, whichever is higher.
3: I like appearance so I can leverage my striking ability.
1: All right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you have striking appearance. So striking.
2: uh, Yeah, Uh,
1: your striking appearance. And do you want to use your rock star musician charisma there or your expression as in I want to win? I I want you to want me sort of persona.
3: We're going to go with expression.
1: Okay, so uh, manipulation plus exp- I'm mean, not manipulation, rather appearance plus expression. Reroll any tens.
3: Already at five.
1: <laughs> Six total. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, you have that panther's tail wagon. Um, they're coming right for you, and they they look very very interested.
3: I'm going to basically go into that, listening on to what they're going like. you got all these four pillars, but you forgot the fifth Buddha, the Buddha of rock and roll.
1: Nice. Well played. Yeah. Okay. So you got the Buddha of rock and roll. You, in fact, feel this surge, this pulse of energy as you say those words wrap around you. And for a moment there, you could swear that you are jimmy hendrix personified and it passes really quickly but just for a moment there you are like that's it you're like you're fucking you're jimmy with the electric with the with the the, the burning strat at uh the, the burning strat at, at monterey
3: awesome well if you're cool with that i actually have a merit for burning aura i'd like to channel that to help my team get that is an with excellent up, idea pushing out all the other things and disrupting that flow
1: okay Boom, let there be a rock Yep. And all of you sense this gathering of forces, this this immense rush of energy, swirl toward uh, swirl toward Tristan, wrap around him, and then just blast outward in
2: fuck yeah! What do y'all do? I guess you go with it. Okay. Um so yeah.
1: Um the energy that vortex of uh that vortex of swirling energy suddenly a rough actually yeah that swirling vortex of energy channels into you you feel this wave of vitality burst from the four pillars into you pass through your pass through your fingers into the strings and you start playing louder than could po- that not only louder that you have that you than you have ever played before but louder than should seem possible. The chords blast out from your unamplified guitar through the speakers in in the um, uh through the speakers in in the temple of tranquility and the pillars the four pillars holding those buddhas start to vibrate in time. And if anybody's looking at that dancing Buddha, it's dancing for real.
2: What do y'all do?
5: Can I add a little bit of entropy energy into the sound for the pillars to break one of them? Um technically
1: you don't have that high a you don't have that high an entropy but you know what, go for it. Uh difficult, I'm going to say difficulty 8 just because you're you're riding on what he's doing. Hey, uh, you roll your irritate You got one success? Just one. Okay. That'll add to it. Uh
2: Simon, Florence, what are you doing?
4: Oh uh- i'll help him break i'll help him break one of those pillars with my entropy
1: okay so what what are you uh you're a trick you're, you're a trickster so what are you what are you going to uh what's that are you going to continue to do the the crazy trickster dance
4: um no i think i'm just gonna like start get, get my rocker pose and like kind of scream at the pillar and like <laughs> okay do you have matter by any chance I don't have matter. I have entropy three. You have entropy. Oh, you have
1: entropy three. Okay, yeah, go for it. Roll your air. Okay.
4: Two ones and a seven. I think that's a. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that's a failure. Nice try though. I mean, you can you
1: could you could try it again. Um. And uh,
4: the 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 which one were you screaming at? Can I use my lucky and reroll? reroll. Oh, sure. Yeah, go for it.
1: Got one success? Okay, which which pillar were you
4: screaming at? You're muted. The one with the moving Buddha on it, I think. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. So, you shout at the Buddha and the Buddha shouts back and the pillar that the Buddha is on cracks and shatters and the buddha statue falls to the ground and begins dancing on the carpet at which point everybody who is watching this is like (laughs) uh and the guy the 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 guy sorry the 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 predatory um panther energy person looks at that for a moment it's like awesome and starts dancing with the buddha starts dancing with the chaos buddha hey florence what are you doing while this crazy shit
2: goes down i
6: was actually gonna say i was gonna start dancing with the crazy baby but um the panther guy is or person is um
1: you could dance with them both
6: yeah i'll join them okay i'll join them
1: cool okay so you all start dancing you start dancing chaotic um start dancing chaotic rock vibes with the chaos buddha um the buddha with with uh, with his head thrown back starts and and this resonating shriek rises higher and higher and higher to the edge of uh, to the edge of the audibility spectrum the other pillars shatter and the whirling vortex of energy explodes outwards, sucks inwards, and goes straight into you. Um, Everybody who can see, basically all of you can see this, what all of you see is this green energy whip out, whip inward, and just blast Tristan with this amazing wave of, of power that amplifies the guitar even more uh, everybody who was still on the ground is is now up and dancing and moving and you know throwing devil horns and some of them start making out and a bunch of them just basically start crawling you know start crawling toward you or rushing toward you like mad like the maddened groupies that they suddenly are
3: awesome well not to, you know disappoint we're going to do some showboating and i absolutely go into the performance you know it will turn into a uh goal there to scream out the name that i think uh catastrophe so basically like um this is a catastrophe for everyone and we're here to live and then see if catastrophe can show up finally
2: okay that is a very good idea And the power chords echo forth and you scream, catastrophe
1: up here, and the energy sh- the the, uh, the energy in the air shimmers, and you see it it coalesces into a, a kind of a, a 80s style rock chick, but she's got a guitar too. She's kind of dressed up like a female member of Judas Priest. Uh, and she grabs her, she has her guitar, throws horns at you, and and you start going into like the uh, the, the Judas Priest power chord thing with each other, and it quickly turns into a giant mosh pit. And in the mosh pit. Uh, the chaos Buddha starts moshing with people, and the chaos Buddha mo- moshes with the uh, yes, this slam dancing into um, into you, Simon, and into the um, um, uh, into the, the kind of the, the predatory panther energy person, and crashes into you. Which Florence, which feels really weird because you know you're, you're dancing with an animated statue. Um, the Um, The female Buddha person takes both of her buckets, pours one and then the other one on the ground, scoops them up in her hands, and flings them out over the crowd and starts moshing also. The, um,
2: the, The placid Buddha gets this very strange expression like, and rises up out of the
1: ruins of the pillar that he was sitting on, gets a big smile and starts dancing around too. The energy that had been funneling in and out of the, in and out of uh, the temple is now focused straight into you. You are feeling more alive, more energized, more you than you have ever felt before this energy passes out into it It passes out into each of you and speaking of passed out the big road warrior dude is completely out of it which is kind of sad in a way because this looks like the sort of thing he probably would have enjoyed um the woman with the uh with the black skirt smiles kind of does a okay, whatever, and she starts swirling around, uh, start, start swirling around in a, in a a mad dervish dance, and a great time is had by all, so the festivities continue until dawn, drawing people from throughout the festival, Uh, the, the, the curtains are pulled down, and hundreds of people swarm in, and it's as if there was a great visitation from the spirit of rock. As, as morning dawns and the sun begins to rise over the Black Mountains, towering over, uh, uh, towering over catastrophe, you feel the energies finally start to wind down, and you and catastrophe kind of share the nod of, like, yeah, okay, that was a great show, time to stop. And you wind it up into a great, glorious climax. Thank
2: you, good night, and everyone cheers. The energy dissipates, and the story comes to a great and wonderful conclusion. In the aftermath, As the people start to drift
1: away, hugs have been exchanged, email addresses. Some people are kind of you know passed out in the corner. The big road warrior guy did eventually kind of get up and join the festivities as well. the 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 uh, um, the temple of tranquility has been essentially reduced to a bunch of dust covered. Um, carpets and the wooden bones of the framework that it once held and the woman in the skirts kind of just looks around all of you at this point are covered in sweat and dust
2: and she's like what a mess oh well it was fun she goes over to you thank you for
1: providing a very unexpected but entertaining night
3: might i give you a hug are you open to a hug and i will happily open my arms and go you bet
1: okay and she gives you a great big hug and although you can tell there's there is that that really intense uh primal energy about her there's nothing more to it than just a wow that was fun nice hug Mm -hmm. um and the uh, the other woman with the, the other woman with the guitar over the course of this uh, thing had joined you, uh, and you couldn't hear her guitar at all. But she looked like she was having a great time. And the woman who was crashed out on her uh, on her leg, the two of them are making out in a corner, uh, and well, what used to be a corner of of what used to be the temple, and catastrophe sets aside her guitar, which promptly disappears, and she goes, that was awesome. And she goes, and she doesn't ask for a uh, for a hug. She flings herself around you and gives you a great big hug. That was fucking ruled! And
2: she looks at the rest of you, and she goes, hugs? Okay. Xavier, she hugs. She hugs everybody who wants hugs. Says, let's
1: go talk. And she takes Tristan by the hand and starts walking out of the, uh, starts walking out of the festival, or the, the festival rather, the ruins of the tent. Um, by the way, the Buddhas, when the, um, on, the, on the final note, the Buddhas all exploded into blue light, bright blue light. And there's nothing, no clay, no, no stone. It's only the only the remains of the pillars. Um, but the uh, the Buddhists seem to have transcended
2: and found uh well nirvana. <laughs> so what do the rest of you do?
3: I'm gonna follow along with catastrophe. I I and see if I can snag a water bottle on the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta need one at this point. Uh,
1: Xavier,
5: Florence, Simon? Check over my med kit and follow for a bit.
1: Okay. Yeah, and miraculously enough, no one seems to need medical attention, which, considering there's just been a fucking mosh pit until dawn, was pretty impressive,
2: but nobody got hurt. At least nobody that you can tell, and you would know if they did. Florence, Simon?
6: I'm gonna snap some pictures of the the exploded buddha statues on my hand and kind of just be taking pictures of everything and and walk out and follow as well
4: okay cool and simon so i'm just gonna give a quick glance in the spirit world to see what's going on around around this stuff
2: okay uh what you see is um kind of like the
1: aftermath of a of really you, you know how when you turn the well i don't know i don't know if you know this but after a show or a nightclub or something like that they turn the house lights on if they've been running the uh, the smoke machine a lot there's this heavy haze in the air that's what's the that's what the spirit world looks like here it looks like a uh, it looks like a smoke machine went wild and now it's starting to dissipate uh those the people who were um <laughs> We're running the temple. Are still glowing very, very intently, but uh, the glow has definitely—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's got a—it's uh, definitely
2: mellowed. Uh, the energy here is <sighs> expended isn't
1: quite the right word. It's—it's it's placid now. It's peaceful. Uh, where before there was a sense of a sense of craving and desperation, it's now satiated is the word I was looking
2: for.
4: Okay. Satisfied. Cool. Uh, I'll follow along then. Just keep my eyes in there. Hmm. What? Just following along then.
1: Okay, cool. Oh, and your uh your trickster Bugs Bunny guy is back with him. He's like, wow I I, I, did, I didn't expect that, but that was wonderful.
2: That was so much fun to watch. Well, oh, let's go. Let's see what she has to say.
1: After all, he he says, nudging you in the ribs. She did promise you a favor. Maybe you should find out what it is. No. Or maybe you, I know. you should tell. You should. Maybe you should. You should figure out what you should figure out what you want.
4: And uh, give you. Hmm? What do you think she can give us? Well, depends on her, doesn't it? So, <clears throat> so
1: noticing that you all, she leads you back out into the desert. Not nearly as far out as you were before. Just away from everybody else. And one of the things you notice is as you're walking away, nobody follows you. Nobody from the temple. None of the adoring groupies. Nothing. It's like everybody. It's it's sort of like you you stepped out of. There, you can still see the, uh, the festival. You can still feel the pulse of it through your feet. You can kind of sort of hear it, but it goes back into that sort of muffled other space. You realize that you're, where you're, you're, you're walking kind of between worlds again with her. And she says, that was the most fun I've had in ages. And I'm a festival, so that's impressive. She goes, what can I give you? As long as it's at the festival itself, I I can I can give you what you want. I mean, it's only within the bounds of the festival and until the end of the festival. But you you mentioned something about the wanting to have a good night's sleep. You you can have that. What can I? How can I express my appreciation for what you did? And she still looks
2: like again consistently looks like the uh, the, the the rocker chick. She's not changing her appearance now.
3: You know what i want a statue i want a okay. statue that when everyone looks at it they're uplifted they feel like this is it this is what i came to see and now i know for sure i'm going to have a good time
1: that's a wonderful idea i'll have it arranged and she looks oh she she looks back over at the festival and she goes i think right over there and She's pointing over at a at a a section where it looked like there looked like somebody had had a camp and they got tired of the festival and they took the camp down. So there's just sort of an empty space as you're watching this figure of you in ultimate rock God pose you and um, and catastrophe, the two of you mirroring each other in in rock God poses starts fading in out of the uh, out of the mist and becomes more and more solid. And yes, indeed, it does rock.
2: What about you, my friend? She says, gesturing to Xavier.
5: You know, that that good night's sleep would be wonderful, but there'd be a lot of people who might need my services in that time. So watch over them. Make sure nobody gets hurt while I take a nap. That's all I want. Make sure everybody's okay.
2: That can definitely be arranged. And thank you,
1: thank you for, thank you for thinking of other people. I really appreciate that. So many people, when they come to me, they're thinking
2: of themselves. You're always thinking of other people. And I really, really appreciate that. Sleep well, whenever it is you choose to sleep. And you, she says, gesturing to Florence,
6: um, I'm gonna pull a rock out from my pocket. I have a lot of rocks in my pocket, and I'm gonna say, could you, could you, as much as you can, imbibe a little bit of your essence or energy onto one of these stones, so I can always remember what happened tonight.
1: It's a wonderful idea, and yes, of course I can. She takes, she takes the rock, uh, holds it between her hands, bows down, and presses, presses it against her, uh, uh, against her heart chakra. Breathes a few times, and then hands it back to you, and it's practically vibrating with a celebratory energy. She goes,
2: "Might I give you a hug?"
1: And she gives you another, she gives you another uh, warm, uh, warm hug,
2: and then she turns to Simon. So, what did your friend tell you to ask for?
4: Nothing. He did uh, He didn't give me any good suggestions. just said whatever you could give me so i think i think you should give everybody like a good laugh at this concert festival every once in a while so maybe like we should start a new tradition of releasing like a bunch of jackalopes into the area every once in a while just to run through or like maybe some goats like little fainting goats I love fainting goats like to run through the festival grounds I can do that they
1: wouldn't be real animals but well then jackalopes aren't real anyway are they they're
4: not <laughs> I mean maybe maybe
5: wait hold on hold on jackalopes aren't real well
4: they might be real if you want them to be real
1: after all as you've probably realized she says st- she says and she she stands up on one leg Holds out her arms and just for a moment, she kind of looks like um, she kind of looks like one of the, not like the chaos Buddha, but like one of the uh, uh, one of those those Hindu um, uh, the the uh, uh, not not bodhisattva, but like one of the the Hindu deity statues on one leg with with both ar- with with two arms out and only
2: two arms. And for a moment, she says, "After all, a catastrophe." You should know by now, anything is possible. And we will call it there. Thank you, everybody.
1: It's fun. Do <laughs> you have any any other uh, questions, comments, suggestions, anything else that you'd wanna know about either, either the game, what, what we did, how, you know, how I did it, um, any other any techniques, anything like that?
3: Time. Thank you for putting in all the energy and effort into the voices and everything.
1: Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. Thanks. That's that's one of the fun things about doing this sort of thing. You know, I was I was an actor for ten years, and uh, I, I gave up on I, I gave up on one form of acting to channel it into another. <laughs> so it's it's fun. That's, that's one of the things I enjoy about it. I'm
6: sure. Thank you. And then second, I really enjoyed how you continued to um, call people to what they were doing, especially like using an online tool like this. It can be hard to know when to like kind of jump in. So it was a good reminder to keep participating and um, staying involved. So I really appreciated that. Cool,
1: thank you. And, th- and thank you for being involved. And, and uh, yeah, so thanks. thanks for bringing your imagination and energy to this. And uh, Mike, anything?
5: Uh, It's one of the more enjoyable games of Mage I've ever played. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's
1: that's a very that's interestingly phrased. (laughs) Yeah, it's Mage. Mage can Mage can be a challenge to run or to play. I mean, it's it it can be it can be like this, or it can be a complete total clusterfuck.
5: (laughs) Most of the storytellers I've played with have made it into calculus. The game, like it's just
1: bad. Oh wow, that's 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 unfortunate. Yeah, it's, again, as you probably realized, um, I am, I am all for using the rules as little as possible. I believe that the rules are there to facilitate the fun and facilitate the story, not to, to, to weigh it down. Uh, and so, uh, I think especially with mage possibility, one of the things, uh, this, this might be helpful. One of the things that I bring to, uh, to running a game is is the improvisational theater um, uh, axiom of yes, and rather than saying, no, you can't do that, figuring out a way, saying, saying a way of, okay, that's a good idea, maybe like in that one particular case, you you might not necessarily have the spheres to do this, but maybe I, I can fudge it if we want to do this way. I want to do it this way instead. or maybe not that possibility, but this possibility might work. Always facilitating uh, a dialogue and activity to keep things moving. Um, a lot of times with uh, a lot of times with games people who either you know haven't thought of that or who are who get very very who get you know, stuck way down with the rules, can go, well, well, no, you're not allowed to do that. And I feel like if you're running a game, the ideal is to not always give everybody what they want, because at, at that point, you know, it's just chaos and it, it, it's, uh, there's no consistency to it, but to figure out how to tell the best story with what you've got and always to keep things moving. Uh, that's part of like like you were mentioning, Jordan. The checking in with people, watching everybody, and, and constantly inviting people to um, to contribute uh, is I, I I think really you know important when you're running a game, uh, keeping people engaged. Uh, so, on that note, any anything else? Anyone else you need anything? Want anything? Anything else you want to know before we sign off for the evening?
4: There any reason you're running ascension over awaken awakening oh well i had nothing to do with awakening <laughs> oh no, I never even
1: read it actually oh really okay <laughs> yeah it's I, I i kind of glanced over it ages ago but uh no that was that was long after i i left the white wolf staff in uh in 1998 uh awakening was bill bridges that came out uh, 2003 i think yeah, 2002 2003 um funny funny you should <laughs> And you should mention that. So Bill and I went to college together. Um, we've known each other now for almost thirty, almost forty years. Uh, we met in uh, 1983, uh and actually, Bill and his brother John uh, got me to stop playing D anD D in favor of uh, Champions slash Hero System. Uh, and when we were in college together, we were kind of a, uh, we were part of a. Uh, basically, a group of metaphysical weirdos. The screaming Buddha statue was actually something that was sculpted by uh, by one of our friends, Sam Abinat. Uh, and the remark about if you were that enlightened, you'd scream too was was how Sam explained the uh, the screaming Buddha idea. Uh, and the the lot of us would uh, sit around, sometimes doing various substances. Bill, as far as I'm aware, never indulged. I did. Um, but doing various substances and listening to weird ass music um, you know, Frank Zappa and killing joke and shit like that. And, and we would like talk about metaphysical concepts and how they would relate to gaming or how they could relate to gaming. Um, I personally have been involved with um, metaphysical uh, metaphysical practices of various kinds since I was a teenager. And so I bring kind of, I, I, I tend to bring a lot of the stuff that I um, that that I'm into intuitively. Um, Bill is a, Bill has a degree, or he was working for. I don't. I think he got the degree, but anyway, in philosophy. And so Bill tends to bring a very analytical mind to it, and he got very very into the occult history element of uh, of Mage, which he also co-designed, uh, co-created Mage: The Ascension. But he brought, um, he brought an occult history element to it. And where I was going more for spirit, he was going more for mind, I guess. You could look at it that way. So when he uh, was working on Mage of the Awakening, uh, he did a fictionalized version of actual occult uh, doctrine in there where I was combining a bunch of other things and, and channeling it into empowerment um, without as much of an emphasis on ritual. Uh, so there are two related but very different games from a shared background but that's why i was uh, why i wasn't running it is I, I i haven't i i have a bunch of the books back there but i haven't actually uh, read it much less run it and i didn't co-create it uh, i was also uh asked by the uh, the organizers of geek therapeutics uh to run one of the games that i'd
2: created and mage was the one they wanted me to run so yeah Thank you. Anything else?
4: You didn't have anything to do with Ars Magica, did you? Uh, no. <laughs> I, know, I had a friend who like swore that like whoever made Mage like definitely made this old game, Ars Magica, and it was so close. But
1: it's it's, it's funny. Close. There there is a there is some shared DNA.
4: Um, uh, Ars Magica, was
1: created by um, Jonathan Tweet and uh, Mark Reinhagen. Uh, before White Wolf existed. And actually, White Wolf was built on the company that had done Ars Magica First Edition. Um, the original idea was that um, that company, Lion Rampant, and White Wolf would become, like, a new version of White Wolf, and a bunch of the people who were involved with the original um, Ars Magica came over briefly and then left, but they were involved in the creation of Vampire the Masquerade. Um, Nicole Lindrews, um Jonathan Tweet wasn't. He and Mark uh, were not working together at that point. In any case, um, because Mark was one of the co-creators of Ars Magica, he brought Ars Magica to White Wolf, and White Wolf did Mars Magica 2nd edition. When they created Mage in uh, 1993, they incorporated elements of Ars Magica into, uh, into the backstory. Actually, there wasn't much backstory, but into the Order of Hermes concept and into the... Uh, Uh, the spheres concept, which was created by um, uh, Andrew Greenberg and Travis Williams. So there was some shared DNA, but Jonathan Tweet uh, in 1994 was working with um, Wizards of the Coast, and Wizards of the Coast, when they got successful with Magic the Gathering, bought the rights to Ars Magica from us, so we negotiated out this whole like three-page thing of who could use what terminology, but I personally, while I admired the amount of historical research that went into Ars Magica, Ars Magica bored the fuck out of me personally. So I drew on the elements that were shared, but I I walked them back as much as possible even before we sold the rights. Then we sold the rights. It was just, you know, using the elements that we had, the elements that had to be incorporated into the Order of Hermes. I
4: never played it.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: it, the thing is it, it's it's a
1: it's an um, it's an amazing imaginative landmark of a game that was I feel my, me personally feel was written like a bunch of uh, a very dry history textbooks I, I tried reading a, a few of the books and while there was a lot of interesting material in there they put me to sleep I felt like and actually when when I when I took over as well when I became mage developer uh, line developer the original mage Rule book had been written, but then, uh, as Ken Cliff put it, um, "It's all yours. We don't have the slightest idea what to do with it." I felt like Mage had to be exciting because of the level of esoterica involved in Mage and some of the the concepts involved. You could it could like you know like you said, Mike, it could very it could very easily become really boring and really stilted and and uh, and fly above everybody's heads. I wanted it to be something that had emotional appeal to it, uh, and so uh, for me, keeping the audience engaged, whether it's on the page or um, you know or or
2: on the screen or around the table, is the most important thing so, yeah any anything else, any other questions?
5: Anything? Thank you very much. Oh, sure.
2: yeah, thank, thank you. you.
1: Thank you all. This is great. Um, if you want, you can still you can contact me or follow me via social media. I'll post the things up on uh, the Discord. Um, if you want to keep in you know, keep in touch or keep track, uh, I've got a bunch of stuff I'm working on, which most of which, although I'm I'm still working on Mage as a freelancer, but most of the stuff that I'm uh, that I'm doing these days is uh, you know kind of going beyond that. But uh, thank you all very much. This was awesome. I uh, really appreciate it. And you'll know, have a good evening. I'm going to go get some dinner. <laughs> thank
0: you. Geek Therapeutics thanks you for taking the time to listen to our content. We are the gold standard in teaching professionals and families about geek therapy and are accredited by APA, ACE, and NBCC for continuing educational content. Check out one of our classes online or grab a subscription to all of our courses at geektherapeutics.com. You can also become a therapeutic game master by taking our nine-week intensive course at www.therapeuticgamemaster.com. That's www.t dot com.